Amen. Blessings, everybody. We're going to go right into our praise and worship. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is good. Amen. How you doing? One okay. That's and good. you? All right, over here. All right, so we got a new song on the roster today. Amen. So we're going to go into this new song. Then we're going to go into... Uh, hallelujah. So... Amen. All right. And this one's called Happiness Starts With You. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Sorry, that, that's pretty hurt. <laughs> mm -hmm. I was thinking though when the photos of my mind. Was an attitude to protect me from my pride. I couldn't formulate any words I felt inside. It's like you've seen the pain growing and pulled me aside and said, Happiness starts with you, real life starts with you, clarity starts with you, Jesus, the truth. Everything starts with you, freedom starts with you. Peace, come on, start with you, Jesus, the truth. So excited, made it enough to make a change. Then I almost gave up and remained the same. And he pulled me close and said, he's the only way. And now I'm floating high in the words, all I can say is say, happiness starts with you, real life starts with you. Clarity starts with you, Jesus, the truth. Everything starts with you. Freedom starts with you. Peace of mind starts with you, Jesus, the truth. And now I'm rising with every day. All the thoughts that once from water now say. 
And I know that I'll never be the same When you conquered my mind and became king The condition of my heart is supreme You died for me and instilled a scene Now you're watering my soul with mercy Yes, Happiness starts with you, real life starts with you, clarity starts with you, Jesus the truth, everything starts with you, freedom starts with you, peace of mind starts with you, Jesus the truth, happiness starts with you, real life starts with you, clarity starts with you, Jesus the truth. Everything starts with you. Freedom starts with you. Peace of mind starts with you. Jesus, the truth. Tell them all, tell them all. Tell them all, Messiah. Tell them all, tell them all. Tell them all, higher. Tell them all, tell them all. Tell them all, Messiah. Tell them all, tell them all. Tell them all, higher. Oh, oh, yeah. Amen. Hallelujah. How'd you guys like that? Hallelujah. It was good. Amen. Hallelujah. All right, so we're going to karaoke. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Draw me close Sorry, guys. <laughs> Just got the lyrics on there. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah, Jesus. Which one is this song? Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord God. Which children is on the line? Uh -huh. I don't know. Amen. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Just give us one moment. Amen.
Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord.
I won't go back. I can't go back to the way it used to be before your presence came and changed me. I won't go back. I can't go back to the way it used to be before your presence came and changed me. I won't go back, I can't go back to the way it used to be before your presence came and changed me. I won't go back, I can't go back to the way it used to be before your presence came and changed me. Hallelujah, Lord God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord God. He's such a good God. Hallelujah, Lord God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Sacrifice. 
you provide the spirit and i will open up inside of god fill me of god fill me of god fill me fill me of god fill me of god fill me of god fill me fill me of god fill me of god Hallelujah, Lord God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. <clears throat> oh, there is power in the name of Jesus. There is power 
In the name of Jesus, there is power. In the name of Jesus, to break every chain, break every chain, break every chain, to break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. To break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. To break every chain. Break every chain, break every chain. There's an army rising up. There's an army rising up. There's an army rising up to break every chain to break every chain to break every chain to break every chain break every chain break every chain there's an army rising there's an army rising up. There's an army rising up. To break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. To break every chain, break every chain. Break everything. There's an army. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, glorify your name. I hear the chains I hear the chains falling. I hear the chains falling. I hear the chains falling. I hear the chains falling I hear a chase falling I hear a chase falling Hallelujah Jesus 
Amen. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. My hallelujah belongs to you. 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 You deserve it. You deserve it. You deserve it. You deserve it. You knew I belonged to you. My hallelujah belongs to you. My hallelujah belongs to you. Small business owners tend to like things their way. My hallelujah belongs to you. You deserve it. You deserve it. You deserve it. All glory belongs to you. All of the glory belongs to you. All of the glory belongs to you. All of the glory. All of the glory belongs to you. You deserve you deserve it. You deserve it. You deserve it. Hallelujah. 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 All the glory. All the honor. All the praise you deserve it. You 
Just sitting back listening to us sing, huh? <laughs> uh-huh. Amen. Yep. <laughs> I ain't right. nobody speaking with Lord. <clears throat> All right, I think you might know this one. Let's see. I don't know if this is the one. This is. Oh, oh, wow, what happened? You've been messing with that sign. You are good and your mercy and so forever. Lord, you are good and your mercy endures forever. People from every nation and tongue, from generation to generation, we worship you. Hallelujah, hallelujah, we worship you for who you are. We worship you, hallelujah, hallelujah, we worship you for who you are, Lord, you are good, you are good, 
Oh, you're good. Oh, you are good. Lord, you are good in your mercy and forever. Lord, you are good in your mercy and forever. People from every nation and tongue, from generation to generation, we worship you. Hallelujah, hallelujah, we worship you for who you are. We worship you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We worship you for who you are. You are good. All right, y'all clap your hands now. You are good all the time, all the time. You are good, you are good all the time, all the time. You are good, you are good all the time, all the time. You are good, you are good all the time. All the time, you want Lord, you are good and you're good Lord, you are good in your mercy and forever. Lord, you are good in your mercy and forever. Lord, you are good in your mercy and forever. People from every nation and tongue. From generation to generation, we worship you. We worship you. We worship you. Who you are, we worship you. Hallelujah, hallelujah, we worship you. For who you are, we worship you. Hallelujah, hallelujah, we worship you, for who you are, for who you are, for who you are, you are good, yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah, Jesus. Amen.
Amen. Hallelujah. Worship him every day. Amen. Amen. <coughs> Amen. 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 Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm in it today with one of my favorite songs here. Uh, I believe it's it's talking about uh, these times that we're in. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <coughs> <coughs> Many nights we pray when no proof anyone could hear. And I told the song we barely understood. Now we are not afraid, although we know there's much to fear. We were moving mountains long before we knew we could. There can be miracles when you believe. Though hope is free, it's hard to keep. Who knows what miracles you can achieve when you believe in how you will. You will when you believe. We're so often cruising pain. Hope seems like the sun burns just with the no away. 
Yet now I stand here, my heart so full I can explain. Speaking things and speaking words I never thought I'd say. There can be miracles when you believe. Those hope is free, those hearts be free. Who knows what miracles you can achieve when you believe somehow you will. He will when you believe. They don't always happen when you ask. Then it's easy to give in. See your faith, but when you find it, why you pain can't see your way straight to the rain. Small and still, resume your voice. This help is very It can be miracles when you believe. Don't hope it. It's hard to keep. Who knows what miracles you can achieve when you bring and how you live. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord God. Oh, we worship you, Lord Jesus. We worship you, Lord Jesus. We worship you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God. Thank you, Lord Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. I hope you guys enjoyed the praise and worship today. Amen. 
I'm going to go right into our sermon. <clears throat> Hallelujah. just want to say prayer. Thank you, Lord God, for this beautiful time, Lord God, in your presence as we worship you and praise you, Lord God. We thank you that you have <clears throat> gathered us all here together today. We thank you, Lord God, for your spirit. You said, Lord God, that the true worshipers in these times will worship you in spirit and in truth, Lord God, and just true that we are in your presence right now. Lord God, we love you. We give you our heart, our mind, and our soul, Lord God. I pray that you open up our hearts and our minds, Lord God, to receive the word that you have for us, Lord God, individually, Lord God, and collectively as a family. Lord God, I pray that you allow us, Lord God, to open up the ears and the eyes of our understanding, Lord God, in a time such as this, Lord God. And if you be willing, Lord God, for anyone to share in the bliss of your secret mysteries, Lord God, we pray, Lord Jesus, that you open their hearts and our eyes, Lord God. Lord God, if any be willing to repent from past, present, or even future sins, Lord God, if we be willing, Lord God, to ask, Lord God, that you fill us our vessels, Lord God, restore us. If anyone that doesn't have your Holy Spirit, if they need it, to ask, Lord God, at this moment right now, Lord God, when we're in your presence right here, for you to, to be filled with your Holy Spirit. <clears throat> and if you be willing, Lord God, that you pour down your spirit inside of them, Lord God, inside and out, Lord God, and completely, totally change their life, Lord God. And for anybody who may need today, Lord God, a restoration, Lord God, a return back to their first love, Lord God, a, just a re a relighting of their pilot lit, Lord God, of your spirit, then I pray, Lord God, that you fill their, their vessel, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God. Set a fire down in their soul that they can't contain and they can't control, Lord God, because they want more of you. Anybody wanting more of you, Lord God, I just pray that you that you answer that prayer, Lord God, including myself, Lord God. <clears throat> and we thank you, Lord God, because you're working. We thank you, Lord God, because your spirit is pour down your mercy and your peace. I pray, Lord God, that we know that you filled us, Lord God. I pray that you give us a confirmation, Lord God, with a peace that surpasses understanding for the rest of the night, Lord God. I pray this, Lord Jesus, with full faith in that you will carry out your will. Hallelujah, Lord God, and your timing. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. <clears throat> Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus is so good. Amen. Thank Jesus for blessing Ashley with wonderful praise and worship. Feel his spirit moving. Hallelujah. Jesus, you are so good to us. 
Amen. We'll start off with a short prayer. Amen. We'll go ahead and get into the sermon. Hallelujah. Jesus, you are so good to us, Jesus. You are mighty, Jesus. You are wonderful, Jesus. You are worthy of our praise, Jesus. We love you and we thank you for what you are doing, Jesus. For you are our Father, Jesus. You are Lord, Jesus. You are our Savior, Jesus. And you, you truly are saving us every single day, Jesus. Thank you for your saving grace, Jesus. Thank you for your love, Jesus. Thank you for your peace, Jesus. For it is your peace that you have given to us. Your peace that you are left with us, Jesus. You are great in all that you do. You are the good Lord, Jesus. And we love you and we ask that you bless everyone here on the call, Jesus. Everyone that is joining us in fellowship and everyone that is not here, Jesus. Bless all of them, Jesus. Bless everyone, Jesus. Bless Miss Donna and Mr. Ben, Jesus. Hallelujah. Lead them and help them and prosper them, Jesus, in what they are doing, Jesus. Prosper them, Jesus, in their new home, Jesus. Prosper uh, Miss Rose and Miss, Miss uh, and Herman in the holy name of Jesus. Bless them, Jesus. Help them, Jesus. Lead them in the holy name of Jesus. For you are, Jesus, who you are, Jesus. We love you for what you're doing, Jesus. We see you work your great and mighty and wonderful miracles, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. You are upholding us, Jesus, with your mighty hands, Jesus. You are with your wings of faith. You are leading us and carrying us in the holy name of Jesus through Jesus this time, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. We see the doors, Jesus, opening that no man can close, Jesus. We see you moving. We see your spirit falling in the holy name of Jesus. We see your former and latter reigns, Jesus. We see you waking up multitudes and peoples, Jesus. We see you, Jesus, moving in the body of Christ, Jesus. We see you, Jesus, anointing Jesus, your holy ones, Jesus, and leading us, Jesus, into all truth and bringing us back to remembrance of everything that you said. Reign upon us right now, Jesus, healing, peace, love, patience, togetherness with one mind and one accord in agreement, Jesus. Help us to go forward, Jesus. Help us to hear your word. Help us to receive it today, Jesus. Use me. Speak through me. Speak to through all of us. Use us all and help us, Jesus, to receive your word. Help us to receive what you need us to hear right here and now with this fellowship, Jesus. Help us to continue on in the apostles' doctrine with fellowship, prayer, and breaking your bread. In the holy name of Jesus, we pray and we say hallelujah. Amen. In the holy name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. So we, we left off uh, in our last sermon talking about. Amen. Sorry, I was muted. We were looking at that um, these references in the Old and New Testament about how uh, we were supposed to, Jesus commanded us uh, to 
take care of our bodies and mainly our appearance. And, and you know, we went through it and we looked at how, how basic it was. And we were talking a little bit about um, the religious systems um, in the world with the churches and how they kind of complicate that. But we have here, we have just a clear cut, clean, simple, um, put together way of looking at how we're, how Jesus wants us to keep up with our appearance and how he wants us to be, um, be clean cut in that way. But it's so simple. It doesn't go past just a couple of things that he mentions here. Amen. And then a couple of things he mentions in the New Testament. We looked at a little bit in 1 Corinthians. We looked a little bit in Ezekiel about the future, the near future, about the covering of the head and um, and the women. Okay. And so we, we went into a little bit about a little bit, a little bit of that. Amen. So now we're going into the next chapter in Leviticus 22. Amen. And so this has a lot to do with going back into clean and unclean. Amen. So we'll start right in Leviticus 22. Amen. If anybody, if, if y'all need a second to get there, just let me know. Or if you guys no, are good. No, we could. Okay. Amen. Yes, we're there. All right. Amen. Whoops, this thing keeps. I'm gonna put something here. All right. So Leviticus 22, we're going to start right at line one. Amen. Then the Lord spake to Moses, saying, Speak to Aaron and his sons, that they separate themselves from the holy things of the children of Israel, and that they do not profane my holy name by what they dedicate to me. I am the Lord. So this, this sermon goes that the title of this sermon goes right into that that we separate the holy things amen so going to line three say to them whoever of all your descendants throughout your generations who goes near the holy things which the children of israel dedicate to the lord while he was in he has uncleanness upon him that person shall be cut off from my presence i am the lord and so on the last two sermons we went into the uncleanness of the Old Testament and the New Testament, how the Old Testament dealt with physical things, uh, physical um, infirmities and uncleanness. And, and then Jesus brought us to the New Covenant, the New Testament, and how that deals with, with uh, spiritual and mental um, uh, matters of the heart, okay? Mind, heart, and spirit, uncleanness in the mind, heart, and spirit uncleanness and and um infirmity of the mind heart and spirit okay uh wrong thinking wrong ways of, of treating ourselves and others okay and jesus goes into that again in the in the sermon on the mount amen and so this is again this is what we're looking at amen and so again um in line three say to them whoever of all your descendants throughout your generations who goes near the holy things which the children of israel dedicate to the lord while he was he has uncleanness upon him that person shall be cut off from my presence i am the lord amen and so jesus has brought this to my mind right now amen when it says that that person shall be cut off and so we think about when we're not right and i think miss rose you you um mentioned this right Amen. When we're not right before the Lord and we come to him, 
And we always got to think about when we're praying, right? When we go into our secret place, it's just like when the, the high priest that we're reading up here about here goes into that, the, the, um, the tabernacle and goes into the holy place. You know, he goes, he goes past the, the table of showbread. He goes past the, the, the seven, um, branch menorah. He goes past the, the, um, the, uh, the altar of incense. And he goes through the, the the super thick curtain, right? And he enters into the holy place, which has the Ark of the Covenant. And there's no light there except for the, the light that's the, of, of, of Jesus himself that's coming from the Ark of the Covenant on top of that mercy seat, okay? And so there's nothing there. It's a secret place. It's quiet. It's dim. It's um, still. And it's there's no sound. And so it's the same thing. We enter into our secret place and we close our eyes because we are the temple of, of God. Our bodies are the temple, right? It says that your body is a temple, okay? And in the same way, when we go into our room, whatever room it is that we've dedicated to prayer, that place also becomes our temple, okay? And so we're coming to Jesus with, um, and we're going to go into this in a minute. If we're coming to Jesus with anger and we're angry about something, um, if we're coming to Jesus with um with guilt on our heart if we're coming to jesus with um and we just feel um offended by something a lot of times our job is to go before him and to help and to ask him for help to clear our hearts and then come before him in our fullness with a clean conscience amen and so we're going to go and we're going to go a little bit into that in a minute amen so line four Whatever man of the descendants of Aaron who is a leper or has a dis discharge shall not eat the holy offerings and until he is clean. Amen. And whoever touches anything made unclean by a corpse or a man who has an emission of semen or whoever touches any creeping thing by which he would be made unclean or any person by whom he would become unclean, whatever his uncleanness may be. The person who has touched any such thing shall be unclean until evening and shall not eat the holy offerings unless he washes his body with water. Amen. And so we know that Jesus has given us a everlasting washing. Okay. And that's with the baptism. That's with the baptism. Okay. But he also continuously, because of course we, we um, naturally, because of, of, our, of our human nature, amen, we have a natural um, way of going about life that is, that is sinful, that we, we don't fully know what we're doing. So we, 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 we sin, we have troubles, amen. And so we, this is why we continually have to read the word. It says that Jesus washes us by the water of the word. So we're continually being washed and we're continually also being washed when we pray because his Holy Spirit is flowing through us the waters of life are flowing through us amen so we see this whatever man of Aaron who is a leper or has a discharge shall not eat the holy offerings until he is clean and whoever touches anything made unclean by a corpse or a man who has had an emission of semen or whoever touches any creeping thing by which he would be made unclean or any person by whom he would become unclean whatever his uncleanness may be the person who has touched any such thing shall be unclean until evening and shall not eat the holy offerings unless he waters his body with water. Amen. Amen. 
Hallelujah. So now um, Jesus took us up. Jesus took us up to, in the New Testament, to Matthew 5. Amen. Matthew 5, the Sermon on the Mount. Amen. Matthew 5. Amen. And so when Jesus in Matthew 5 is talking about the gifts, in a way, he's talking about the prayer, okay? When he was alive, it was still, um, the Old Testament was still uh, relevant. It was still stood. So they were still bringing offerings to the temple. They were still bringing their, uh, their tithe, of course, too, to the temple. Amen. They were still bringing uh, gold and these different things to the temple, silver. They were bringing these things to the temple. Amen. And so now our gift, we come to Jesus with our, our, our clean heart. We come to Jesus with joy. We come to Jesus with our prayers. This is These are our gifts. Amen. These are our gifts that we are offering to Jesus. And so we have to come before him um, pure and clean and ready to come before him. Amen. So when we go back and look at Leviticus 22, and it says that that person that is unclean shall be cut off. We think about, um, and, and Ms. Rose, we talked. To, you talked a little bit about this in the last sermon um, when we shared, but you think about how, you know, we have um, things that are in our heart that are not right, or we, we haven't done the work, and we know that we're not right before Jesus. We cannot feel his presence as strongly as we would if, if it was. If we were right, amen. And so this is what Jesus is talking about in Matthew 5. So we're going to read it, amen. So Matthew 5, we're going to start at line 23. Jesus wants us to start at line 23, amen. Therefore, if you bring your gift to the altar and there remember that your brother has something against you, leave your gift there before the altar and go your way. First be reconciled to your brother and then come and offer your gift. Amen. So if anybody has anything against us, we're supposed to go and make up with that person, re, re, be reconciled. That's why Jesus said be reconciled to one another. Okay, because we, we, we there were things that happened between others and, and our peers and our family before we, we were baptized, before we were saved, before we experienced the new birth. And now Jesus motivates us through his words, it's right here, but also through the, through the power of the Holy Spirit to make amends, to be reconciled, to forgive and be forgiven. Amen. And so it says here, we're going in, into line uh, uh I'm sorry, line 20, uh, 24. Leave your gift there before the altar and go your way. First be reconciled to your brother and then come and offer your gift. Agree with your adversary quickly while you are on the way with him, lest your adversary deliver you to the judge. The judge hand you over to the officer and you be thrown into prison. Amen. So this, this, this means a lot more too in the body of Christ. If you notice what Jesus says here, leave your gift there before the altar and go your way. First be reconciled to your brother, then come and offer your gift. Agree with your adversary quickly while you are on the way. Okay? Be reconciled to your brother. 
Amen. So he's talking about the church, but he's also talking about just just, just others that we meet in, on, in the world and on our walk and our way with Jesus. Amen. Because he he brings us to people who we may butt heads with, but we are supposed to conduct ourselves with peace. Remember, the, the Bible says, scripture says, to make peace with all men. Amen. And so leave your gift there before the altar and go your way. First be reconciled to your brother and then come and offer your gift. Agree with your adversary quickly while you are on the way with him, lest your adversary deliver you to the judge and the judge hand you over to the officer and you be thrown into prison. Amen. Jesus is talking about, he's literally talking about heaven and hell. Amen. That judge being God and handing you over to the officer. Amen. Hallelujah. Which is the, the keeper of hell. Amen. And so now we're going to go back. Jesus led us back to Leviticus 22. Amen. Amen. Jesus led us back to Leviticus 22. We're going to start at line six. Amen. Let me know if you guys need a second to get there. Amen. I'll wait a little bit. Amen. The person who has touched any hey, such sir. thing. Uh, what did you say, Miss Donna? Oh, I was saying I'm there. Okay. Amen. The person who has touched any such thing shall be unclean until evening and shall not eat the holy offerings unless he washes his body with water. Okay, this is why we're so fortunate to live in the time of the new testament the new covenant amen and when the sun goes down he shall be clean and afterward he may eat the holy offerings because it is his food whatever dies naturally or is torn by beast he shall not eat to defile himself with it i am the lord amen and so we talked about this before it's interesting how when you go through the the laws Jesus wants us to be obedient and wanted us also to be obedient. But when we look at when something dies or is left dead, that it we, there are health implications to that. You know, um, a, a whole lot of different things that you can that, that can happen for eating meat or eating um, anything that has been dead for for um, any amount of time. Amen. And so we have to look at this. Because Jesus put these things in place for a reason. Amen. And so uh, moving on. It says here. They shall therefore keep my ordinances. We're in line nine. Lest they bear sin for it and die thereby if they profane it. I, the Lord, sanctify them. No outsider shall eat the holy offering. One who dwells with the priest or a hired servant shall not eat the holy thing but if the priest buys a person with his money he may eat it and one who is born in his house may eat his food amen and so we think about the priest we think about jesus jesus being our high priest and he has has, has bought everyone and so jesus is saying here to us now we are allowed to partake of his food 
Remember, Jesus said he has he has food, he has heavenly food that you that, that, that the disciples asked and said that you have no no um you don't know about I have food that you don't know about the heavenly food the word the bread of life amen and, and Jesus himself so we have the Holy Spirit inside and we're able to take in of the holy spiritual food amen so Jesus led us up to Isaiah 63 amen hallelujah Isaiah 63 Amen. And we're going to read lines one through nine. Jesus led us to read lines one through nine. Amen. So it talks about stranger, which is in the um, Old Testament and in the New Testament it refers to strangers as Gentiles or outsiders, anyone who is not of the tribes of Israel. Amen. And so I'll just show you guys something real quick. There's a map that we have that, that illustrates this really, really well. And if you can see here. It shows all the nations that are around Israel here. We have the Arameans, the Ammonites, Moab, Amalek, Philistines. This is the area that's right now that are being Gaza. That's the area that's right now that's going through the wars with Israel. And then you have the 12 tribes of Israel in Israel for the time of the Exodus. And right now, we're going to look at this chapter and it mentions Edom, which is down here, uh, right outside of Judah. All these nations were considered Gentiles. Amen. And so we're going to look at this um, and strangers. They were also considered strangers as well. And so we're just going to take a brief look at Isaiah 63 and what it says about, particularly about Edom and what it talks about, about the new covenant, how the new covenant would affect people in the future. Amen. So it says, who is this who, who comes from Edom? with dyed garments from Basra, this one who is glorious in his apparel, traveling in the greatness of his strength, I who speak in righteousness, mighty to save, that's Jesus. Hallelujah. Why is your apparel red and your garments like one who treads in the winepress? I have trodden the winepress alone from the peoples. No one was with me, for I have trodden them in my anger. I trampled them in my fury. Their blood is sprinkled upon my garments, and I have stained all my robes. For the day of vengeance is my heart, and the year of my redeemed has come. Remember what redeemed means? It means to buy back. I looked, but there was no one to help, and I wondered that there was no one to uphold. Therefore, my own arm brought salvation for me. Okay, he says my own arm. This is the reason why we know. That Jesus is God. It says that Jesus went to sit on the right hand of God. It says my own arm. That's his arm. It's a part of his, his very body. It's him himself. Hallelujah. So my own arm. Therefore, my own arm brought salvation for me. That's line five. Um, and my own fury, it sustained me. Now we're in line six. 
I have trodden down the peoples in my anger, made them drunk in my fury and brought down their strength to the earth. Amen. We're talking about uh, the tribulation, the time of tribulation, the judgment of Edom when Jesus comes back and judges this, this particular nation. Amen. And it says in line seven, I will mention the loving kindness of the Lord and the praises of the Lord according to all that the Lord has bestowed on us and the great goodness toward the house of Israel, which he has bestowed on them according to his mercies, according to the multitude of his loving kindness. For he said, surely they are my people, children who will not lie. So he became their savior in all their affliction. He was afflicted. And the angel of his presence saved them. Amen. So we see here that he talks about, um, and the year of my redeemed has come. The year of the people he has bought back has come. We're looking at we're looking at those years now, but the focus is that um, they are the the people that we're looking at are redeemed. So we're going to go back to Leviticus twenty two. Amen. So it talks about, Jesus led us back to Leviticus 22, and it talks about that um, in the line that we just read, okay? So we're, we're going to start, Jesus led us back to actually, let, let's look at line 10 first. No outsider shall eat the holy offering, one who dwells with the priest or a hired servant shall not eat the holy thing. But if the priest buys a person, with his money, he may eat it, and one who is born in his house may eat his food. So that person that the priest buys may eat his food. That's what Jesus did for us. He bought us back from sin, from the condemnation, from the guilt of sin. So now we're able to partake, all of us. Amen. So Jesus led us back. We're going to read the rest of Isaiah 63. Amen. He led us back to Isaiah 63. We're going to read line. We're going to start at line nine. Amen. In all their affliction, he was afflicted, and the angel of his presence saved them. In his love and in his pity, he redeemed them. He bore them and carried them. All the days of old, but they rebelled and grieved his Holy Spirit. So he turned himself against them as an enemy and he fought against them. Then he remembered the days of old Moses and his people saying, where is he who brought them up out of the sea with the shepherd of his flock? Where is he who put his Holy Spirit within them, who led them by the right hand of Moses with his glorious arm? dividing the water before them to make for himself an everlasting name who led them through the deep as a horse in the wilderness that they might not stumble as a beast goes down into the valley and the spirit of the Lord causes him to rest. So you lead your people to make yourself a glorious name or so you led your people to make yourself a glorious name. Look down from heaven and see from your habitation, holy and glorious, where are your zeal and your strength, the yearning of your heart and your mercies toward me. Are they restrained? Doubtless you are our father. Though Abraham was ignorant of us, 
and Israel does not acknowledge us, you, O Lord, are our Father. Our Redeemer from everlasting is your name. O Lord, why have you made us stray from your ways and harden our heart from your fear? Return for your servant's sake, the tribes of your inheritance. Your holy people have possessed it. But a little while, our adversaries have trodden down your sanctuary. We have become like those of old, over whom you never ruled, those who were never called by your name. Amen. So it says again, it says, our adversaries have trodden down your sanctuary. Remember, remember in, um, in uh, Luke 21, it says that Jerusalem, the place of his sanctuary, the place of the temple, the heart of the temple, where the temple sits on and in, in Jerusalem. Jerusalem will be trodden down by the Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles be fulfilled. Our adversaries have trodden down your sanctuary in the same way we are trodden down. Amen. Amen. And so the cleanness that Jesus wants us to go forward with is what happens when we're trodden down. Do we repay evil for evil? Amen. Or do we meet those situations with peace? Jesus said to make peace with all men. Amen. That's, that's the cleanness. Amen. So Jesus led us back, amen, to Leviticus 22. To finish it out, finish out Leviticus 22, um, the, the, the second half, amen. And we're going to start. Jesus let us, wants us to start in line 10 again. Amen. So, no outsider shall eat the holy offering. One who dwells with the priest or a hired servant shall not eat the holy thing. But if the priest buys a person with his money, he may eat it. And one who is born in his house may eat his food. Amen. If the priest's daughter is married to an outsider, she may not eat of the holy offerings. But if the priest's daughter is a widow or divorced and has no child and has returned to her father's house, as in her youth, she may eat her father's food, but no outsider shall eat it. And if a man eats the holy offering unintentionally, then he shall restore a holy offering to the priest and add one fifth to it. So he's supposed to restore uh, what he took. Amen. That's making amends. The same thing that we've seen in Matthew 5. Be reconciled to your brother. Restore yourself to, to your brother. Again, it's mental, spiritual, dealing with matters of the heart. In the New Testament, in the Old Testament, it was more physical things, dealing with our physical body, dealing with physical, tangible things, the sacrifice, the offering. Amen. Amen. If a man eats the holy offering unintentionally, then he shall restore a holy offering to the priest and add one-fifth to it. They shall not profane the holy offerings of the children of Israel, which they offer to the Lord, or allow them to bear the guilt of trespass when they eat their holy offerings, for I, the Lord, sanctify them. When we think about that in the terms of the New, the New Testament, it's the same thing what we were talking about earlier. Amen. Jesus wants us to come to him before his presence clean amen he doesn't want anything to get in the way of it he wants us to put 
him first. Amen. So when we look at the um, the uncleanness, we're going to go into the subject of the uncleanness again. Amen. Jesus led us up to Revelation 2. Amen. And so this is what the early church was dealing with in Rome, in the Roman colonies, in the Roman countries, in Turkey. There was a, a church by the name of Thyatira. Okay. The seven churches of Revelation, of course. Amen. But this particular scripture talks about the church of Thyatira. Amen. And these are some of the things, amen, that they dealt with. So we're going to, Jesus led us to Revelation 2. We're going to start in line 18 in Revelation 2. Let me know if you guys need a second to get there. If you're already there, just say amen. Amen. All right. And to the angel of the church in Thyatira, right? These things says the son of God who has the has eyes like a flame of fire and his feet like fine brass. I know your works, love, service, faith, and your patience. And as for your works, the last are more than the first. Nevertheless, I have a few things against you because you allow that woman Jezebel who calls herself a prophetess to teach and seduce my servants to commit sexual immorality and eat things sacrificed to idols. Amen. And I gave her time to repent of her sexual immorality, and she did not repent. Indeed, I will cast her into, into, sick, into a sickbed, and those who commit adultery with her into great tribulation, unless they repent of their deeds. Amen. So how do we become reconciled to Jesus? Of course, it happens during the baptism, but continually through our repentance. When we're praying, we're supposed to repent. So Jesus command, commanded us to live a life of repentance. Amen. So Jesus led us back just a little bit to 1 Timothy chapter 1. Amen. And so when, <clears throat> when uh, Paul is talking to Timothy, Timothy is a, is a young minister in the early church. And he's giving him advice. On being a young man, a young minister being brought up in the faith. And so in a lot of ways, we can relate to Timothy. Amen. And I, I really like the book of Timothy because it, it brings out a lot of that, a lot of um, the good, encouraging words. Amen. It's good for encouragement. Amen. So we're going to read the whole thing. First Timothy 1. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the commandment of God, our Savior, and the Lord Jesus Christ, our hope, to Timothy, a true son in the faith, grace, mercy, and peace from God, our Father, and Jesus Christ, our Lord. I, I urge you, as I urged you when I went into Macedonia, remain in Ephesus that you may charge some that they teach no other doctrine, nor give heed to fables and endless genealogies, which cause disputes rather than godly edification, which is in faith. Now the purpose of this commandment is love from a pure heart, from a good conscience, and from sincere faith, from which some having strayed have turned aside to idle talk, desiring to be teachers of the law, understanding neither what they say nor the things which they affirm. But we know that the law is good if one uses it lawfully, knowing this, that the law is not made for a righteous person, 
but for the lawless and the insubordinate, for the ungodly and for sinners, for the unholy and profane, for murderers of fathers and murderers of mothers, for manslayers, for fornicators, for sodomites, for kidnappers, for liars, for perjurers, and if there is any other thing that is contrary to sound doctrine, according to the glorious gospel of the blessed God, which was committed to my trust. And I thank Christ Jesus, our Lord, who has enabled me because he counted me faithful, putting me into the ministry, although I was formerly a blasphemer, a persecutor, and an insolent man, but I obtained mercy because I did it ignorantly in unbelief. And the grace of our Lord was exceedingly abundant with faith and love, which are in Christ Jesus. This is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptance, that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom I am chief. However, for this reason, I obtained mercy that in me, first, Jesus Christ might show all longsuffering as a, as a pattern to those who are going to believe on him for everlasting life. Now to the King eternal, immortal, invisible, to God who alone is wise, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. This charge I commit to you, son Timothy, according to the prophecies previously made concerning you, that by them you may wage the good warfare, having faith in good and a good conscience, which some have, having rejected concerning the faith, has suffered shipwreck, of whom are Hymenus and Alexander, whom I deliver to Satan, that they may learn not to blaspheme. Amen. So the blasphemy is another um, unclean, another a matter of uncleanness or a being unclean, state of uncleanness. Amen. So we, we read here, the lawless, the insubordinate, the ungodly, the unholy, the profane, the murderers of fathers and murderers of mothers and manslayers, fornicators, sodomites, kidnappers, liars, perjurers. Okay, and then he says that anything that is contrary to sound doctrine. Amen. Amen. That we're supposed to we're supposed to offer, we're supposed to be in godly edification, in faith, love from a pure heart, from a good conscience and sincere faith in which some have strayed. Okay. Those are the, the clean things, the clean ways of our heart, the clean ways of the spirit, the fruit of the spirit, which Jesus, which Jesus grows inside of us. Amen. So Jesus led us up just a little bit to first, um, I'm sorry. First uh, Timothy two, and we're going to keep. We're just going to keep going just a little bit, just a little bit of First Timothy two. Therefore, I exhort first of all that um, all that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and all who are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and, and reverence. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior who desires all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself a ransom for all to be testified in due time. So he paid that ransom to redeem us. He paid the price. Okay, that goes back again to Leviticus 22. We're going to get back there. Amen. The next scripture Jesus led us to was John 10. Amen. John 10. And Jesus led us to start at line 9 in John 10. 
Amen. If you're there, you can just say amen. 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 Jesus says, I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. Okay. And we think about when uh, um, we have animals who are in their pasture, they're eating of the food. Again, Jesus allows us and is allowing us to partake in his food. That's why it's so important to do communion. Amen. Because remember, remembering that. Amen. So I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. That's Satan. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. Hallelujah. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. So if you, if you look at this closely, he says, I am the door. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. I am. Amen. In line 12. But a hireling, he who is not the shepherd, one who does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and flees. And the wolf catches the sheep and scatters them. The hireling flees because he is a hireling and does not care about the sheep. I am the good shepherd and I know my sheep. I am known by my own. Jesus is the owner of the sheep. He's talking about people who have just been hired. And you think about this religious system. This is partially what we're looking at. As the father knows me, even so, I know the father and I lay down my life for the sheep and other sheep I have, which are not of this fold. Them also I must bring, and they will hear my voice, and there will be one flock and one shepherd. He's talking about the Jews, right? He's talking about that. That's who he was talking to. Then he's talking to the Jews, some to his disciples who represent the Jews. Amen. And then Jesus is talking about another flock, the Gentiles and the Samaritans, or you could just say the Gentiles. The Samaritans were considered Gentiles as well. Amen. So he says he's going to make them one. Amen. My, They will hear my voice and there will be one flock and one shepherd. Amen. That's Jesus. Therefore, my father loves me because I lay down my life that I may take it again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of myself. I have power to lay it down and I have power to take it again. This command I have received from my father. Therefore, there was a division again among the Jews because of these sayings. Amen. So Jesus led us back, or rather up, amen, to 2 Timothy 2. Okay? We were in 1 Timothy. Now we're going to 2 Timothy. Amen. 2 Timothy chapter 2. 2 Timothy chapter 2. We're going to start. Jesus led us to line five. Amen. Let me see here. Amen. 
So let me know when you're there to say amen. 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 All right. Amen. We're going to start line five. Amen. And also, if anyone competes in athletics, he is not crowned unless he competes according to the rules. The hardworking farmer must be first, must be first to partake of the crops. Consider what I say, and may the Lord give you understanding in all things. Remember that Jesus Christ, of the seed of David, was raised from the dead according to my gospel. Amen. For which I suffer trouble as an evildoer. Even to the point of chains, but the word of God is not chained. Therefore, I endure all things for the sake of the elect that they also may be may obtain the salvation which is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. This is a faithful saying, for if we died with him, we shall also live with him. If we endure, we shall also reign with him. If we deny him, he also will deny us. If we are faithless, he remains faithful. He cannot deny himself. Remind them of these things, charging them before the Lord not to strive about works, no profit, to the ruin of the hearers or to the subverting of the hearers. Be diligent, amen, to present to present yourselves approved to God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Amen. Amen. So Jesus is saying to us here, rightly dividing the word of truth, searching those scriptures so that we know how to conduct ourselves in a clean way when we come before him, so we conduct ourselves before others, so we set in the right example, because we're supposed to be examples to one another. Amen. So Jesus took us back to Leviticus 22. We're going to finish it out. Amen. Amen. We're going to start, Jesus let us um, to start at line 16 in Leviticus 22. Actually, we want to start at line 14. Amen. Let me know if you're there to say amen. Amen. And if a man eats the holy offering unintentionally, then he shall restore a holy offering to the priest and add one-fifth to it. They shall not profane the holy offerings of the children of Israel, which they offer to the Lord, or allow them to bear the guilt of trespass when they eat their holy offering. The holy offerings for I, the Lord, sanctify them. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to Aaron and his sons, and to all the children of Israel, and say to them, Whatever man of the house of Israel or of the strangers in Israel who offers his sacrifice for any of his vows or for any of his free will offerings, which they offer to the Lord as a burnt offering, you shall offer of your own free will a male without blemish from the cattle, from the sheep, or from the goats. Whatever has a defect, you shall not offer, for it shall not be acceptable on your behalf. And whoever offers a sacrifice of a peace offering to the Lord to fulfill his vow, 
for a free will offering from the cattle or the sheep, it must be perfect to be accepted. There shall be no defect in it. Those that are blind or broken or maimed or have an ulcer or eczema or scabs, you shall not offer to the Lord, nor make an offering by fire of them on the altar to the Lord. Either a bull or a lamb that has any limb too long or too short, you may offer as a free will offering. But for a vow, it shall not be accepted. You shall not offer to the Lord what is bruised or crushed or torn or cut, nor shall you make any offering of them in your land. Nor from a foreigner's hand shall you offer any of these as the bread of your God, because their corruption is in them and defects are in them. They shall not be accepted on your behalf. So we think about how we come before Jesus. Amen. Clean and unclean. Right and not right. Are we right with Jesus? And the Lord spoke, spoke to Moses saying, when a bull or a sheep or a goat is born, it shall be seven days with its mother. And from the eighth day and thereafter, it shall be accepted as an offering made by fire to the Lord. Whether it is a cow or ewe, do not kill both her and her young on the same day. And when you offer a sacrifice of thanksgiving to the Lord, offer it of your own free will. Okay, so it's saying here not to kill both on the same day. Amen. It's, it's, it's showing patience showing compassion, showing order, that there was an order to do things in. Amen. So it says here, therefore, I'm sorry, I skipped up a little bit. On the same day it shall be eaten. You shall leave none of it until morning. I am the Lord. Therefore, you shall keep my commandments and perform them. I am the Lord. You shall not profane my holy name, but I will be hallowed among the children of Israel, I am the Lord who sanctifies you, amen, who brought you out of the land of Egypt to be your God. I am the Lord, amen. And so this is what Jesus is, is, is speaking to us about. He wants us to focus on coming before him in the right way, coming before him respectfully, coming before him with a clean mind, with a clean heart, with a clean conscience, keeping these things in mind, amen, because this is what we dealt with in the Old Testament now and the, with the perspective and the focus of the New Testament is about our mind, our heart, and our spirit coming right before Jesus when we come into the secret place before his altar. Amen. Because when we put our hands together, we have we 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 meet with Jesus in the secret place. We meet with him in heavenly places because our body is a temple. The place that we're praying has now become that temple. Amen. And does anybody have any uh Anything you want to share? Any scriptures that stood out to you? Anything that 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 touched you personally? Anything that you want to um, speak about? Amen. Dad and I don't have anything. Amen. Sorry, I was just, um, I didn't get to really pay a whole lot of close attention because I was with my boy, but um, I was on here. Amen. Praise the Lord. I was, I was sort of listening. Amen. But God bless you guys. Amen. Appreciate you. you. Appreciate you, Sister Brenda. We appreciate your fellowship. Amen. 
Miss Rose, you, you got anything? Or Ashley? Amen. Anything that stood out to you guys? Any scriptures that stood out to you? No, I was just saying that this is what he talks about when he says, um, when you have arts against your brothers and, and your sisters, you have okay. to you have to clean that up. You have to go before them and ask them for forgiveness, even if they don't forgive you. You still have to ask for forgiveness and you should forgive others for whoever trespassed against you. This is what he talks about when he says, dense yourself before coming unto him. You have to be clean yourself before you come before him. Even if you come, if you come before him, even complaining or about someone else or praying about someone else, you have to make sure that your own self is pure, your own self is cleansed before you start throwing stones at other people. You can't um you can't try to correct someone else if you're doing wrong yourself. So that's that's one of the main things I got out of it, that you have to you have to clean yourself up before you can clean anybody else up. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah, That's right. Jesus wants us to come before him. That reminds Amen. me of judge not least, she be judged. Amen. Amen. Exactly. Amen. Amen. I, don't know, I, guess, I guess one thing that I would add is that that you know, we should um, when we come you know, to Jesus, we're coming to, to him to, and a lot of times to get cleaned up, you know, and that um, he didn't come in the world to save the righteous because all of us like filthy rags. So if Amen. we don't come to him, we are coming to him filthy, dirty, you name it, to get cleaned up. And, um, you know, so I just want to kind of, you know, um, toss that in so that we don't think that, well, uh, man, I got to make sure that I get myself right or before I, you know, you know, go into my place to talk to Jesus. Now, I think that's the time to talk to Jesus, you Amen. know, you know, and, and tell him, you know, and that, you know, you know, about your, 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 your faults and, your failures and you know and and forgiveness and, and and repenting i think that is definitely a time when you're you know talking to the lord and listening to the lord because he definitely didn't come into the world to save the righteous you know because they don't need it you know he came in the world to, to save and uh you know he says to be there there is. for all of us that are just filthy and dirty rags, if you know what I mean. And and we definitely, if we come to him, most of us are coming to him not as a saint. Well, he know. says there is no righteous, not one. You know, so we're coming to him, you know, 
dirty and filthy, and even when we are one of his saints, you know, sometimes we're going to get a little dirty, and we're going to have to come to him and ask for that forgiveness, you know, so, um, you know, that's all I wanted to kind of toss in so that, because um, first I was thinking, I said, wait a minute, it kind of sounds like that, uh, you know, I got to do all this work, and you can't work yourself into, you know, into salvation. There's, it's, it's not about work. It's about, you know, grace, you know, and, and the mercy, you know, of the Lord. So um, I just wanted to kind of, you know, add that, you know, add that to it. I do kind of understand of, um, you know, making yourself, you know, right with your, you know, fellow man or family members or whatever and not walking around harboring that, you know, thing and think you're going to, you know, go in there and the Lord and, you know, hallelujah and praise. Now, I get that. I mean, if you're coming to the Lord and you think he's just going to be praising and hallelujah and all that, and you got that dirty baggage, yeah. And, and I think it's kind of talking about somebody that would maybe want to come to the Lord and they just want to come and hallelujah and shout and scream, and they never did deal with that stuff that we were kind of, you know, talking about because they still got this issue with their neighbor or their friend or their family member and yeah. they didn't exactly. do any of that. Those, uh, all of these hallelujahs ain't get much further than the roof of this house, you know, because you still got that, you know, that baggage. I think some of that is what we were talking about today, you know, as far as, um, you know, that because if you're going to church and you're jumping up and down and you're singing hallelujah and you still have this ill, unforgiving issue with your brother or sister, you know, you, you, do you think God want to hear that? I, I don't think that the praises go anywhere, if you know what I mean, because you still got that issue in your heart that's all screwed up. Not that we're perfect, but, you know, I Amen. think that's what they're talking about is, is, is taking care of that issue before you come before the Lord and, you know, when uh, I don't think it's about coming to the Lord and asking for forgiveness. I think it's about coming to the Lord and, and you want to shout, scream, holler, and, you know, like, you know, everything is great and you know that you still never dealt with this, you know. Amen. And I think that's some of what the, uh, you know, what the writers are um, talking about, you know, also. Amen. Yeah, that was that was really the main point that Jesus was trying to point out to us. Like, if we got anything in our heart that's not right, you know, we talked about the fornication, the uncleanness, and the the meats offered to idols, and all these different things that we know that Jesus commanded us not to do, and not to be at odds with our brother before we come and offer our gift. And 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 again, you know, our gift would be in the terms of the New Testament would be our prayers. Our gift would be our prayers. Our gift would be our fellowship. Our gift would be our praise and our worship. And if we have anything against anybody or if we've done anything wrong, we haven't made those things right before Jesus. Not to say that he's not there because Jesus said that I will never leave you. But we won't, we won't feel his presence as strongly as we would if we make things right when we come to him. Amen. And I think that's that's the main point that Jesus was pointing out to us that he wants us to come before him right. You know, he, even the way that we come, even if we, if we, you know, if we, we do come, we, of course, we have baggage and we have 
things from our day. We might have dealt with somebody that, again, that we're, we're not uh, <laughs> fond of, but it's the way that we come before him too sometimes. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. We, we gotta come. We do got to come before him. You know, um, and he knows, he knows our hearts, but you know, we, we, we do a, we do a, uh, a prayer, you know, we do a prayer, you know, to maybe calm ourselves down and then truly come before him and get all the way into his presence. Amen. Mm-hmm. It says, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and to his courts with praise. Amen. Thanksgiving and you praise. Know, Amen. You know, um, I don't think any of us are perfect and we all have things we struggle with, but what God Amen. is looking for is, is a pure heart, a heart that, that once that, that is birth, like when we make a mistake or we, you know, we fall short because we all fall short. There's not one of us that doesn't fall short. Amen. So, you know, when, when we, when we do, you know, do something that's not right, um, like we have a bad thought about somebody or we say something that we shouldn't have said if we're grieved by it. You know, that's when you know when you're grieved by it and you go to God with godly sorrow and you ask for forgiveness. And, you know, he forgives you because he's a forgiving Lord and he's merciful and he's gracious. Amen. And uh, that's what he wants, a heart that is sorrowful when they when you do make a mistake. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Amen. If, if you think about that, if we if we make a mistake and we're we're grieved and we have that humble and contrite spirit, like we'll come to Him. We're we're, we're going to come to Him, like you said, God with that God sorrow, which leads to repentance. Amen. But on the other end, we could we could respond in pride, and Amen. so we're not going to we respond in pride, and then we come before Him with our prayers. We're not gonna we're not gonna feel his presence as much as if we would been humble and contrite. And that's what Jesus means it's to, to, to be reconciled to your brother, be reconciled. If you you know, if you go and all, eat that offering and you come before the altar and you need to restore it, you need to reconcile it with the priest. You need to reconcile that with Jesus mm-hmm. by repenting. Not same. everybody will accept yeah. your your apology, not everybody will accept their reconciliation. Amen. 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 And that's why it's that's why it's with the person and with Jesus. Amen. Amen. Because if, if if the person doesn't accept it, you know, you go to Jesus. Jesus always accept our repentance. Amen. He always repentance, you know, and and eventually, what Jesus does is he uses time to heal that situation. Sometimes, some people, sometimes people, you know, they get upset about something or offended about something, and you didn't even do nothing to them. They just Amen. think that you did. Right. I've had that happen. Plenty of times. Amen. Amen. Just because Amen. of God's word, they get offended. Amen. But Jesus uses time. He uses time and he, he'll bring that person back to apologize to you. Amen. Be the next day, it may not be the next month and next year. It might be the, the year after that or the next month, you know. But Jesus, he uses time and he'll, he heals it. Amen. He's amazing at that. Amen. Amen. Ashley, did you have anything? She might be busy with the children. Amen. All right. Herman wants to ask you something. Go ahead. 
What is the unforgivable sin? The unforgivable sin? Yes. Amen. If I'm not mistaken, that goes into, into um, sins against the Holy Spirit. Blasphemy, yeah. Blasphemy. That's what it yeah, is. Blasphemy is one of them. Uh, when people make fun of like the tongues. Oh, Lord. A lot of people be doing that, brother. They make fun of the tongues. They don't know what they're doing. Um, and they got people have to be real careful about that because it says that's yeah. the language of, that's the language of God, and that breaks through so many strongholds when you when you speak against that. And Jesus talks about that. He says that anyone who speaks against the Son of Man, they will be forgiven, but although those who speak against the Holy Ghost will not be forgiven. Amen. That's the unforgivable sin. I just talked to my granddaughter about that. Amen. 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 Mockery, mockery, mocking the Holy Spirit, mocking the things of the Holy Spirit, mocking the prophecies, uh, mocking that is um is very this is a bad thing. It's that's that's you know, when Jesus says that he's real serious about that, that's the unforgivable sin. Sin against the spirit. Okay, okay. Thank you. I couldn't hear you, Herman. What'd you say? I said, okay, okay, thank you. Amen. Hey, uh, Sister Brenda, do you want to uh, close us out with a prayer? Amen. Amen. <clears throat> thank you tonight, Lord. We just thank you, God. We thank you for your word, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I pray, Lord, that this word, that it would just saturate and and nourish every part of us, God, our minds, our hearts, our bodies, our souls, our spirits, God. I pray, Lord, that we we meditate on this word, Lord, in the name of Jesus. I pray, mighty God. Jesus, 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 Jesus. I pray that we be a doer of the word that we just were listening to, God, in the name of Jesus. Because that's when it truly it truly transforms our lives, God, when your word, when we become a doer of your word and not just a hearer or not just a reader only, Lord, but when we apply it to our lives, God. Oh, Father, I pray that you create in us a clean heart, God, a clean heart, a heart pure, Lord, a heart pure that that is that wants to love you with all of our hearts, minds, souls and strength and, and a heart that wants to love our brothers and sisters, Lord. The way that we love ourselves, God. Oh, Father, help us, God. You said that those are, those are, if we fulfill that, we fulfill all the law, God. Hallelujah. When we love you and when we love others, God. And, and the first fruit of the Spirit is love. Hallelujah. There's so many in the kingdom today, God. In the, in, well, I wouldn't say in the kingdom, but, but, you know, in the church today, God. There's so many in the church today that doesn't love each other god and i don't even think they really love themselves god oh father we pray for those today we pray lord that that the body of christ would be on one accord lord that they would love each other god hallelujah oh god we just pray today god that people would would just want to love each other and love you with everything that they got god Hallelujah. That 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 brothers and sisters would want to do for one another, God, and be on one accord, Lord. Jesus. Oh God, we thank you tonight, God. I pray, Lord, that we lay down any any sins, God, 
It's not worth it, Lord. It's not worth it to, to put anything above you, Lord. Jesus, to, to care more about something that's sinful than more than we care about you, Lord. You're a jealous God. You want to be first, Lord. Jesus. And you don't tolerate sin, God. Oh, Father, if there's anything in our lives, God, that's not Jesus. pleasing to you, Lord, help us to lay it down, God. Help us, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, to lay down anything that 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 is, is, is hindering our relationship with you, Lord. Help me, God. Help us all, God, in the name of Jesus. We all fall short, Lord. Oh, it says in the Bible, I think it's in the book of Romans, that we all sin and fall short of the glory of God. We're asking you god to help us because we can't do it on our own lord we need your help god so we come before you lord and ask you to help us today god help us lord we need you jesus we need you every every day all day lord we need you jesus oh father help us lord cleanse us and wash us and make us white as snow lord hallelujah oh god we thank you lord we thank you today jesus we praise you jesus Hallelujah. I pray, Lord God, that you protect these saints of God, Lord. Hallelujah. That you go before them, that you go behind them, Lord, that you just be all around them, Lord. Hallelujah. That you put a hedge of protection around each and every one of these saints that's here tonight, God. Hallelujah. That you protect them from all hurt, harm, danger, sickness, and disease, God. I pray, Lord, that you give them a fresh dose of your Holy Ghost tonight, God. Hallelujah, that you strengthen them, Lord. Strengthen them in their inner man, Lord, in their spirit, man, in the name of Jesus, that you fill them up with the fullness of your love, God. I pray that each and every one of us have sweet sleep tonight, God, that, that we, each and every one of us hears from you tonight, God. Hallelujah. We thank you and we praise you and we give you all honor, all glory, and all praise. In your mighty name we pray, Jesus. Amen. Thank Amen. you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Man, thank I appreciate you. that, Sister Brenda. Thank you, guys. Jesus. Everyone have a blessed rest of your night. Thank you, guys, for your fellowship. Amen. We always Amen. enjoy it. Amen. Amen. Everyone go in peace. Love y'all. God bless y'all. Love y'all. Blessings, everybody. Bye-bye. Be good, everyone. Bye-bye. Blessings. Blessings. <laughs>